Focus on one. Wherever you want to go. There's a chair down here. I already said thank you, but again, I want to say thank you for inviting me multiple times to AMA Vintage Days and making this a part of my life now. Same. Liza and all you guys. This, this, one of the funny things about this is there's this woman that's here. She's roaming around. I saw her earlier. Her name's Serena Van Dyke. Yeah. And Serena Van Dyke had me do, you know, she had me do seminars on carburetors and gas and, and, you know, voltage regulators, rectum fryers and all kinds of stuff. And she, she really kind of got the idea of seminars going along. And then she kind of said, well, would you guys want to do a podcast in front of live human beings? And I horrible, I mean, that's a terrible idea. And, but Liza was game. And so Liza will do a podcast anywhere, uh, which we have done podcasts everywhere. But Serena Van Dyke, um, she was instrumental to getting us all together and being able to do a podcast here. Yeah, I, because I've listened to your Vintage Days podcast before, and I think that's the one unlistenable show. The bus The bust cast. Oh, that one. It may have gone <laughs> off the rails a bit. Yeah. We had a school bus. And a, a school bus, if a school bus stops, re, like the front of a school bus stops in a hurry, like it hit a wall, that kind of a school bus is called a transit. I didn't know that until I bought one. And uh, it turns out you can get a transit bus that's real short. And a real short transit bus is loads of fun at mid-Ohio. It's crazy. You show up and all the little vertical poles inside become stripper poles. It's great. <laughs> we had people on the roof of the bus with party lights, and then the sheriff showed up. And... Uh, and then we also like to thank the folks in Louisville for helping us with that. Showing up at a party that was already well started yeah. and lubricated with the school bus and all the lights going. Super fun, super cool. So I do see people are carrying the torch and there's more school buses here this year. So uh, let's get to introductions who is here. Um, hey everyone, I am Liza from the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast. To my left. My name is Peter, also known as MotoGP, one of the co-hosts and creators of the NoCo Moto podcast. And I am Jonathan, a.k.a. Swiggy, also of the Nokomoto Podcast. I'm Nick, formerly, formerly of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. <laughs> and you had to go to North Carolina, didn't you? We're happy to see him anytime we can. Uh, this is Unky Phil, if you're nasty. And to my left... Oscar, for also from the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Johnny, Honda Whisperer, Macklefresh. Resident Mexican, by the way. <laughs> no, not John. You're the resident Mexican. Oh, shit. You're not Mexican? Yeah, you're yes. What? Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Steve Sleepy uh, from Cleveland Motor Podcast and Dustin, Cleveland Motor Podcast. And Dustin, Dustin for the record, Dustin is the reason we have a podcast. In so, what, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gee. We started recording in Dustin. Dustin has a professional recording studio in his basement. A sound lab. A real sound. It's amazing. He's a, he's a fantastic artist. And we decided to start talking about motorcycles in his basement because we were out working on motorcycles in his garage. And we didn't know there was a recording studio downstairs. <laughs> Can you do the intro? Cleveland Moto Podcast. <laughs> So, uh, so here's how this is going to work. I had the bright idea. Let's talk about top ten list innovations of all time. What a great brain trust here. We all have opinions, right? Could we collectively decide on the top ten things? I don't know. Um, but here's the rules. We're going to take turns nominating things, and then we can also knock things off. Guess what? The audience gets to also join in the argument, nominate, and say that's got to go. 
Um, and I think we'll see if we can come up with the list, but I also know what's going to happen is they're going to disregard all my rules. This is going to go off the rails, but that's why you're here, and that's why you love our shows. Hell yeah. It never goes <laughs> like you plan it. Who all votes for no top ten? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll start off and make it simple, okay? I'm just going to say I think ABS brakes on motorcycles is a significant game changer that has saved a lot of lives, including mine, from people doing U-turns, and wow, I avoided an accident. So for me, ABS is huge. We can go down the line, nominate stuff, and you can also say why that shouldn't be on it if you want. <laughs> well, that was an okay suggestion, Liza. Um. <laughs> okay. What you got? I so with the caveat that you believe motorcycle uh, scooters are motorcycles, which I firmly do. I would say the Italian style scooter, which is morphed into really the Japanese style scooter as well. In terms of a lightweight, compact, economical form of transportation, which is spread worldwide. You know, Harley baggers are not worldwide. But in terms of just moving vast numbers of people, the innovation of that setup is unique to motorcycles and I think one of the top ten. Do you mean that style of motor vehicle that one might compare to, I don't know, a Salisbury? <laughs> oh, are you, so you're suggesting the Italian copy of an American motor scooter called the Salisbury was one of the greatest innovations in motorcycles. Yes, yeah, so we're cool on that, right? Y'all get that? All you old timers out there, you know about the Salisbury's? Yeah, okay, and check. because we all know that the Italian scooter is the most successful selling motorcycle of all time. Oh, no, no wait. No, 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 saying, no, no. I'm talking about a small body vehicle with incorporated storage, which, you know, with leg shields, with, you know, all the things that we, you know, that is like morphed into Honda Metropolitans and, you know, such of the like. Okay, maybe not specifically Italian, but that, that basic scooter setup, that style, you know, because there's a reason Cushman's didn't take over the world. <laughs> uh, Phil, I'm going to revert to you. Do we include this on the list? I'm going to put an asterisk next to that. Okay. And, what are and, we calling and, this? And what I like to call Italian, that is... Italian scooter. It's asterisk. what we're okay. with, working right. with so far. And I would like to say okay. it's probably the small-wheeled step-through design. I'll accept uh, that small yeah. step small through design. Small wheel step through design, because it is it is pre prevalent in the industry. Right. Much like the best selling motorcycle of all time on the planet. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So what you got? Uh, I'm also going for a safety invention, which is the EPS foam helmet. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. This is motorcycle technology, not safety. Oh, here come the rules. No. Here comes uh, the rule. Hang on, hang on. Here comes the oh, rule. If you open it up to that, there's just too much. Let's stick with the motorcycles. Do you want us to, do you need to, some time to collect? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I'll, I'll step in. Yeah. I, I say the resurgence of the small bikes, the monkey bikes and stuff, because they came back and now instead of, I'm seeing more and more kids put down video games and want to buy a motorcycle again. And so it seems like when you get on a monkey bike, you feel safer because you're close to the ground. They're fun. They don't go a million miles an hour. They don't take off on you. So, so I think the resurgence of that is it's, it's, just, it's pushing motorcycling back into the forefront of a lot of So miles. your technical advancement is a retro bike. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. 
Old is new again. Can I put another asterisk on yeah, that? I would say put an asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like the concept of that as being that it is a it is an acknowledgement of something that happened in the past out of a sheer lack of marketing creativeness. Mm -hmm. They're saying, like, that worked really well in 63. Let's and we need again. to do something again. <laughs> and it turns out 70-year-old men will buy tiny bikes that look <laughs> yeah. like the bikes they bought in 1963. Yep. But they did put newfangled things. Like, they have all the things now. They have your ABS on it. And they have mm -hmm. heated grips and wiener warmers and everything else you want on the <laughs> thing, too. So. Those are called technical advancements. Would you there like you to go. choose so any of those? Yeah, well, okay. heated, heated underwear. That's the, that's the okay. really nice thing. They don't get this at all, do they? All right. My technical advancement, yes. I think, is the single greatest technical Ooh. advancement in motorcycle history is the electric motor. <laughs> I'm waiting for the little red laser dots to show up on his chest right now. <laughs> I've never been so freaked out to be the vice president. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to back him up on that. I'm going to agree. I think the advancement of motor vehicles to <laughs> electric, the evolution, combustion engine getting close to the end of its advancement, the next step would be electric. I, 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 I'll put that down there, no asterisk, but it might get bumped off later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What you got, Bill? I would like to nominate... Hand clutch foot shift. For anybody who has ever ridden a motorcycle oh, okay. with a foot clutch and a hand shift. I love where you're going with this. Yep. Hand clutch foot shift. I'm going to say straight up, that has saved more people my age than anything else. The ability to clutch a motorcycle with your hand, because when you lose that ability, mm. you end up sitting next to me at the hospital. <laughs> and... Yesterday, last night, I rode a motorcycle where clutching it as hard as I wanted to did nothing. So I'm going to nominate hand clutch, foot shift. Okay. Because prior to that, yeah, yeah. it was completely normal for motorcycles to operate like tractors. Yeah. If you've ever ridden a tractor, like if you're not from the country and you like go and sit on a tractor right now, I guarantee you can't run it without a tutorial from a, your friend who knows how to work a tractor. Right. What you got, Oscar? So I'm going to take one out of Johnny Mac's book. I do not agree. Okay. But okay. I like vintage stuff. Yeah. Fuel injection. Yes. I, I, I back you up on that. Sorry, Johnny Mac. I know that was yours. I can't even fine, go back to... I think, Johnny, were you That's the fine. one? I think I learned a trick from you about cold weather, carbureted bikes, and the lighter under the carburetor. I mean, it's not dangerous, but I mean, it is dangerous. But <laughs> if if your bike won't start and it's cold, uh, applying a heat source to the carburetor is a way to warm your bike up really quick. I mean, you heat up the float bowl and it'll start a lot quicker and easier in cold weather, and and just in general. Especially if you have four or six carburetors, you might want not to use an open flame. You just if you have like a hair dryer, that works way better. Whatever. So I John's, like to think John's innovation is, is the hair dryer. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 think, yep. I think the idea is, with John's plan, I learned real quick that you're doing two things at once. And I like anytime you do two things at once. You're both warming your fuel so your bike will start easier. You're also identifying your fuel leaks. <laughs> Absolutely. Really fast. <laughs> and I think that that's good. Yeah. 
Uh, um, innovations in motorcycles, I don't even know where to start. I mean, you guys skipped over things like brakes. Early, early bikes didn't have brakes. They didn't have lights, turn singles, all that shit. What about electric start? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I like electric start a lot, you know. How about, you know, I like the hand clutch thing. That was good. Yep. ABS, I mean, I have ABS in my car. It only happens in the snow. So I don't ride my bike in the snow. So... No, I totally agree with you on e-start. Um, what was it? The SR 400? Is it the 400 that came out? Yeah. Recently, with no e-start, it's like, what are you well, doing? I mean, like, how about telescopic forks? Right. Oh, how about Yamaha. the Monoshock? Oh, I don't how understand. Hold on, Simmerdale. How about the chain whoa, 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 whoa. Simmerdale. We'll how about not there. pedal start? We'll get Just there. Just the kickstart. Oh shit. E-start. Squirrel. Good squirrel. Squirrel. Good squirrel. 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 Dustin, what you got? On the whisper. Not quite as old school as Phil's hand clutch uh, foot shift, but electronic ignition. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that when you said the hand clutch because you used to have to yeah. twist the little thingy diggy to recharge your ignition to yeah. start it. Now you have the auto ignition advance, and there you go. Well, let's we call that special needs now. <laughs> um, the thingy diggity. I wanted to nominate something. You can tell me if you think this belongs on the list. Hey, we, did uh, we, we skipped uh, Sleepy over there. Oh, did, no, no, he went, he went out oh, of turn. Oh, you did first. Okay. I want to say the advancement in rubber and tires. Uh, that was a big one. Right? Vulcanization didn't happen until World War II. That's right. So prior to that, people were riding around on, like, gum motorcycle, like, bicycle tires. I, it's I something we take for granted, but it's constantly and not, evolving. And, and the beaded rim. They did non-beaded yeah. rims. I don't know if that's really motorcycle specific, though. Because it's exactly motorcycle specific. I don't know. It's more automotive and trickled into motorcycles. Mm, what, no. like electric start? Okay, so who out yeah. there? <laughs> Electronic <laughs> ignitions. I, I've seen Gasoline a few heads. Engines. I, look, I've seen a few heads bobbing around there, but I've also seen some very angry set jaws <laughs> that are clearly yeah. like, how oh, could they not have said? Give me one. Anybody? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Just say it. Yeah. Everything was against Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So. Let's expected. let's keep building the list and then yeah. we'll start narrowing right it down. Yeah. Who's got go. a suggestion? Something that's not on this list. Cruise, Cruise control. control. <laughs> I'm going to pretend to write uh, that down. From the Goldwing rider in the front row. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold stand on. up and come up here. No. Okay, oh, I wrote sorry. Self-canceling turn signals. Wait, I want to defend this man. <laughs> I want to defend this man. <laughs> so I just, I just recently <laughs> took a 1,500-mile trip on a 1989 Goldwing with my lovely girlfriend, Claire, and... It had cruise control, and oh my god, I thought cruise control on bikes was dumb. I was one of those people, and I fell in love with it. Well, let's justify if, electronic. You know, all these people like, oh my god, a Goldwing, it might as well be a car, blah, 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 blah. I have no original opinions. It, just ride one. It's it, getting an asterisk. Got a it's amazing. We got a I don't think it's a top ten, but I want to stand up for this man. It's If you've never had a big bike with cruise control, we got trail it's ride a game changer. Guy. Trail ride head guy. All right, what you got? Boo this man. Security, can you escort this man out? Get him out. No, you're not going to win this argument here. Not going to happen. Oh, so what you're describing is a Japanese K truck from the 80s. (laughs) Check. All right, got it. Air conditioning, seat six, we're good. What? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Clever. own a DCT. Right. Yeah. It is, yeah. I yeah. believe, yeah. it is finally done right by Honda. 
Yeah. And yeah. the fact that they're putting it in so many bikes, including a Rebel 1100, which is not a huge technically advanced bike, um, it is a game changer for many people. In fact, we have a guy who comes to the garage with one leg who rides the Rebel 1100. Who out like in the that. audience has ever ridden a Honda-matic of any sort? Any, any Honda-matic ever? Anyone? Yeah, right. Honda-matics. Right. Cool. Right. Anybody who's <laughs> ever ridden a Honda-matic will tell you that Honda worked so hard on that automatic yeah. transmission, making it bulletproof. It could go down the drag strip faster than any other bike in the 70s, yet we still, as motorcycle operators, we would put it into low range, because it has two ranges, and we would mistakenly put it into low range as we would a normal shifter bike. And then weird things happened. It, right in the middle of the turn, every single time, we would get off of our normal shifting motorcycle and we'd get onto the Honda-matic and we would completely forget that we were on a two-speed. Now, if you had an old Moto Guzzi convert or something, right, you, you were pretty adept at that. But every single time I get on a customer's Honda-matic, and I'm going around the corner, and I'm going to try to downshift before the corner, I realize that what I'm actually doing is asking the motorcycle to change its entire personality. And it's hilarious. You can just leave it in high range and go through anything. <laughs> but if you've had that brown trousers moment with a Honda-matic, yeah, it's a little, it gets you right there. Whereas the DCTs don't do that until they decide it's okay to change gears in the middle of the turn when you're not okay with the changing gears in the middle of the turn. And that is a little unsettling. Yeah. So, all right, we've got any more suggestions over here? Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, there's another side by side guy? Yeah. It is, but it's Group not wedding. affecting. Mike, the I love you, life. but that's the last thing I want is to have my wife be able to yeah. talk to me while she's on the back <laughs> no. of my bike. No, when we yeah. do the Bluetooth is hardly in, exclusive in to the automotive industry. <laughs> no, I agree. I use it, but it's. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. Uh, we. If you don't mind. Do you remember? No. <laughs> we used to have these little boxes, these little Nady boxes, and yeah. they had a battery in them, and you'd plug your headset from your helmet, yeah. and your wife would plug her headset into her helmet, and then you'd get off the bike and destroy it as you each got off the bike in a different direction, whatnot, and you just ripped the crap out of it. It was good for one ride, which actually is probably the best advice I could ever give is just throw it away. I have uh, a theory that every single one of those sets, they, none of them ever got thrown away. They're all still within the side bags of GL1100s. Or tucked into a better you buy better a bearing. GL1100, there's a broken old school headset in the side boxes. Oh, in the back row, Triumph shirt, bud. Oh, gear shift indicator. F oh, gear shift finally, a top, top, top pick from the audience. I mean, can't live without that. <laughs> oh, burn, son. John and, I, John and I are of the same camp. If you don't know what gear you're in, it does re make you realize that it really doesn't matter. You're either so, in the hey, right gear or the wrong gear. Phil? If you're in the wrong gear, go this way or that way. The number on the dashboard means 
nothing. I know you all love your Suzukis. That's great. You had your gear shift indicators in 1953. You were way ahead of the curve. Um, I started a new column, and that goes in the best advances for people who are also members of the AARP. That way. No, 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 no. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to fight back. I like that. Uh, no, no, no. So, so why does a, a Rebel 300 have gear in gear indicators. My That's a budget bike. They're trying to put as little on there as possible. I had to a drive BSA. It's also a beginner bike. Yeah. Yes. I had a BSA yeah. and I had a Royal Enfield from the 50s that had a gear shift indicator and it had a neutral finder. So no matter where you were in the gearbox, you could push the magic lever yeah. okay. and it would just go right to okay. neutral. <laughs> but and you, that was pretty cool. And that, that, you can get neutral anywhere in that kind of gearbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that bike came with three extra neutrals. <laughs> it's neutral. All right, right here in the hat, I'm going to come to you. What you got? I like that uh, one. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Jump brakes suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes back to the CB750 was, I think, one of the first production well, motorcycles that got For people listening with at a hydraulic home, the man just suggested hydraulic brakes. There's no way that made it on microphone. Are, are, are we just going to say yeah, it was hydraulic disc brakes versus yeah. drums? Yeah. Well, so, no, because there were plenty of motorcycles that had mechanical yeah. disc brakes. Mechanical disc were, brakes are no so bueno. I'm they were also, literally worse than drum brakes. <laughs> I, I'm going to put... So BMW also. has the cable-operated hydraulic brake. Like, what the... Yeah, because master cylinders are ugly. We should hide them. Yeah. yeah. Um, can, I, can I go back to one? I'll get to you a sec. I want to go back to one that Johnny said. It, has anyone here ever ridden a Springer chopper or a girder front end, right? Yeah. So let's go back to telescopic suspension and what a game-changer that is. <laughs> if you've ever bounced on a... Chopper or something like that, right? Liza, you're I, I so, I do you're like so wrong. The Springer suspension is still superior in every way. That's why a <laughs> motor company continues to bring it out. And any member of the Brotherhood will be happy to tell you why you're wrong. I do kind of like leading or trailing. Some of the link suspensions are kind of... It's a, it's a nice ride, if you don't mind just bouncing well, around. How about this? Booby bouncing. You guys, you guys <laughs> are talking about tires. What about uh, tubeless tires? Like, uh, my stupid tubeless. Africa twin still has fucking tubes in 2020. Anybody ever like, taken a tire off the because rim it and has found, spokes. like... Well, anybody ever taken saying. a tire off the rim and found not one, not two, but four screws in it, and the son of a bitch still held air? It's shocking. And a customer brings the bike in, you're like, oh, yeah, there's like 11 PSI in that thing. And he wants to me go out and ride it and tell him what's wrong with it. And then I look at him, spin it, I'm like, one, two, <laughs> three. Those are all drywall screws. And look, he's had some roofing work done, too. And they don't... He wants to go ice racing. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yet, I have a brand new motorcycle from Triumph that has an inner tube that shouldn't be there, right? They have the technology to not put an inner tube in the back of a vehicle they're calling a cafe racer. And yet, if I get a thorn from the 80s in that tube, I lose all of my inflation in one turn. Yeah. Yeah. Tubeless tires do save lives. It also makes it really easy to get back on the road with a plug kit from AutoZone. Yeah. 
True. Whereas that's a good one. anybody changed a tube lately on a modern radial tire? Yeah, it fucking That's a sucks. parade of suck right there. Oh, my yeah. God. You're like, oh, I got some spoons. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> adorable. That's no problem. I really don't have a problem with it. Okay, that's great because oh, all you, your bikes you are also, from the 60s. Well, and he also doesn't care about scratching his rims to the point of just having nothing but scratch. Excuse me? I do not scratch rims. Uh, I want to get, you had Amateur. one your hand up here? Yeah. They are, I'm not. Wow, a second for the gear indicator. Okay. You don't want to teach bad habits. All right, you we got another one here? You'll learn it properly. That is true. And just so you know, if this one isn't good, you're out. Ah. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh, I would back that. Alloy rims. They're, this enabled Count faster socks. speeds. Alloy rims. I mean, you went from the... Um, well, yeah, I mean, what we consider now to be kind of antiquated yep. Honda yeah, yeah. rims. Yeah. How dare you? That were cutting edge at one time. I'm just going to stay silent. I like spoke rims, but I can't really come up with a good argument why mag rims aren't better. Better? Yeah, yeah no, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I think mag rims too. Um, all right, what else we got? You yeah? can stay in, Mike. You're good. You can stay in. You're good. You're in. You're good. This time. Oh, liquid cooling. Ooh. Ooh. Ever since the days of the flying Merkel. Yeah. Well, Wait, our entire podcast right. is liquid cooled. <laughs> right, right. Flying, like, there, there were... What about liquid fueled? Liquid fueled? No, but that is a big deal because mm -hmm. for anybody who's ever built motors or raced motorcycles, we all were... There was that point where we all got our first liquid cooled motorcycle, and we kind of learned, like, when this bike was a 250 with air cooling... It ran at, you know, you might get, you know, 21 horsepower out of it at its best day, full chat. And then its brother came along three years later with liquid cooling, and it was 37 horsepower. Because you can design a motor to much closer tolerances, which means better fuel economy and getting more bang for those dinosaurs you're paying for, right? <laughs> and the bike becomes more reliable because everything's built better. So you're absolutely right. In today's market, it's very few excuses when Harley-Davidson puts liquid cooling on the heads of their big, giant motors after they said, we'll never make a liquid-cooled motorcycle. And they're all doing it now. So liquid cooling actually moved the ball way forward. I've got a 150cc motorcycle that gets over 100 miles per gallon. And that would have been absolutely unheard of 20 years ago. Completely unheard of. Because for every gallon of gas I was putting in the thing, a certain percentage was leaving out the tailpipe, and I had an EG, you know, exhaust gas temperature analyzer to prove it. So liquid cooling is actually a pretty huge thing, which is weird because they had it in the 20s, and it was really expensive, so they went away from it. Hmm. And uh, boy, sometimes that marketing department or the bean counters can set a whole industry back like 80 years. Decades. Yeah. Okay. So that's so a, that's an innovation I'd like to bring up that, that has got phased out. Bean counters? That was popular in at pre-war <laughs> yeah. was the supercharger. When you oh. look at pre-war bikes, they were supercharging bikes that were going easily 150 mile an hour in, in the 30s. And then all of a sudden, after the war, racing banned them. And can you imagine where bikes would be if we'd been building bikes with superchargers all the so time. So if we're going to go this generic, I think we have to include overhead cams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Look at all the push ride guys. Oh, this are out there like, nope, 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 not in my garage. No way. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Not brotherhood no, approved. No, no. Um, so I got one, and uh, the single overhead cam. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. I'm going to throw this one out because yeah. I think this did change motorcycling. Yeah. The fairing. The long distance traveling, able to travel more comfortably. Yeah, because more people getting out on the road. That's true. Before the fairing, you had to put a child in front of you. (laughs) And that was the only way to kind of take the edge off on a long ride was to have a small, like a three or four year old right on the front of the gas tank. Or break the window. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we all know that fairing development ended with Craig Vetter, so I mean there's (laughs) <laughs> no, it's still going with Craig Vetter. <laughs> yeah, so what about yeah. the improvements? Craig, are you here? To, I mean, oh, okay. No, I heard there's deer. The improvements in suspension, because my old state has only a fucking spring in the front. Suspension Dampening. 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 Thank you. His bike is technolo- like technically speaking, his bike is a pogo stick. It is. And somebody put a tire on the front. So it is the sketchiest thing it's to a ride boat. ever. <laughs> can I can I clarify something with sure. this group? Because sure. it's something we often say. Are you making it wetter or are you having it damper? Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Dampening else got? or dampering? Right. Okay, I got, so I got something here. Raise your hands, what you got? Oh. Fuel and frame. frame. Oh my God. Do you mean Buell and frame? Are you wearing a Buell hat? Of course you are. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's great. I I think I saw your one trick pony. That was cool. And that's, and honestly, a lot, like there have been a lot of exotic motorcycles that have done it. Mm -hmm. We also have motorcycles that compete in Baja 1000 type races where they have to have water in the frame so that you can survive if you break down in the freaking Mm -hmm. desert. So, you know, anywhere there's a hollow thing, you can put other stuff in there if you need to. And, like, putting the fuel in the frame of the motorcycle was pretty freaking brilliant. I like how the Rokon had tanks in the wheels. Well, those, those were just empty vessels. So you could use them for buoyancy or fuel or hydration or liquor. Beer? Yeah. Liquor. So, beer. so liquor. while we're talking about motorcycle innovations, this isn't... At a specific mo- uh, innovation, I'm going to bring up. But you want another I, beer? I miss <laughs> the. Yeah, I will have another life. Can we turn a Rokon into a brewery? Maybe. <laughs> yes. I miss the super aggressive marketing that every motorcycle company would have to try to convince the public that every motorcycle innovation was their idea. Like when Suzuki tried to convince everyone that they came up with the monoshock by calling it the full floater. Or, you know, I had a full floater this morning. <laughs> <laughs> My personal favorite is the Honda VTAC yeah, system. V-tac. And, yeah, VTAC and whatever. I don't know. There were a lot of ridiculous names, ridiculous advertising. But there was a, I feel like this, this period from, like, the mid-70s to mid-90s where everything, you know, whether it was X-Up or whatever, everyone had to pretend that their specific version of a new innovation was the best kind and the only kind you should trust. So your innovation is aggressive. This isn't marketing. a suggestion. I'm just I'm just saying I miss that time. Okay, right. uh, I'd like to throw another one out, and I think this goes back to the Honda Cub. Durability and affordability. Would that be that's a that's, technical and advancement? That was your, again, you stole my brain. Uh, so give it back. 
the yeah, the Honda Cub in all of its ilk. So you, you guys, if you're roaming around here, you'll know that there's a Honda Cub. But there's also a Kawasaki. There's also a Yamaha that are the same idea of an affordable stamped frame, a small horizontal type engine that will not ever die, even if you give it to Sir Richard Branson. I'll challenge that. Yeah. How does that improve the bike itself? Well, oh. I'm going to say... I mean, that goes along. That's pressurized oiling, so an oil pump. Well, but not all technical and advancements a, and have oil to be type motor. complicated. It's perfecting simple. And it, was, and it was affordable enough that people in places that couldn't afford a car well, could still go places. manufacturing improvements. Well, yeah, it's exactly. also, if you, I think if you want to boil it down, yeah. metallurgy. Well, that's a pretty broad that's a brush. Well, when you look at a lot of the affordable Chinese bikes that are exploding... What's the difference between that and a Honda Cub? Well, but they weren't doing that back in the day. It's they an improvement. That's explode. a side. So, to your argument, then the Industrial Revolution was one of the biggest advancements in no. motorcycles. Yeah. Could you put a star next to that, please? Yes. Okay. All right. Yep. That's good. All right. Yep. Let's get a couple more, and then we got to start paring it down. Still haven't heard anybody say shaft drive yet. Oh, oh yeah. Over here. <laughs> I like a good shaft. What? Hold on. Hydraulic valve lifters. Dude, over here. Yes. No, no. Look it. If you grew up when I grew up, somebody handed you a motorcycle, you had no idea what did what. One of our friends showed up at the booth today with a Jalera, a Jalera 106 that he owned and said, hey, does the shifter go up or does the shifter go down? Because it's on the wrong side of the bike. And I know there's got to be some formula for that. And I went, there's not a formula for that. GP shift pattern, you know, one's in the ceiling and four or five is in the basement. That was not exclusive to any brand. You could buy this model of a bike and it had a GP shift pattern. You could buy that model of the bike. Veritably the same bike, Moto Guzzi was famous for this, Enfield was famous for this, that you would be like shifting up on this one, shifting down on that one. I nearly buried a Norton when a car pulled out in front of me because I just grabbed everything. I just said, screw it, I'm pulling them all. And I pulled them all, and somehow I stopped it before I hit the car. But it is truly standardization so that you can get off of that company's motorcycle and get onto that company's motorcycle and not die before you get to the end of the parking lot. Game changer. That's yep. a big deal. Yep. And honestly, I know that we Americans think that the world doth revolve around us, but I crashed a motorcycle yesterday because I feverishly went for a kill switch that the French, not even 10 years ago, decided should be over here. Not even 10 years ago. And over here on this side was nothing. But over here was a kill switch. Are you sure alcohol wasn't also involved in that crash? No, it was a gasoline-powered motorcycle. It was a two-stroke. It's cool. Yeah, you do the right-side kill switch on your SSR. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I do agree. I think standardization yep. is actually brilliant that you could get all these different companies because they all hate each other ultimately. And none of them think that the other guy's right. So if you could get all of them to put all their controls in the same spot, even like Harley Davidson, who just doesn't <gasps> acknowledge the existence of other motorcycle companies. And if you could get those guys to put their stuff in the same place that Honda does when they're not busy copying their sound, right? It's it's seriously it's kind of amazing that ever happened. Speaking of standardization, I think that standard metric hardware 
Uh, it is a fantastic movie. Uh, Whitworth has a problem with that. The guy with the Buell hat has a major problem with that. Because he's like, I got Whitworth on my bike, too. Yeah. <laughs> I got all the tools. Here's a, a more general one that might be good. Um, how about just modernizing on a 12-volt system? Uh, being able to support... 12 volt. I'll, I'll being, put that down. Yep. Just yep. being able to, to have your electric start, but also just have enough amp hours in your battery to be able to have your lights on when your bike isn't started. Mm -hmm. All of our old British bike owners yeah. are going, you're wrong, we just added more six volt batteries. There's Being able to have your bike on the side of the road and have your hazard lights on. Se series in parallel, it's ridiculous, but I had a Velocet Viceroy made by Velocet, and it had two six volt batteries that were ridiculously big, and it had no Kickstarter, and it's a parallel twin 250, no Kickstarter. It was an extreme sense of confidence from a British company. And you pushed the thing with your knee, and it would chuck, 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 start a shaft drive bike with literally a boxer motor. And I was like, well, I'm going to get rid of those two dumb six volt batteries and just put like a big honking AGM 12 in there. It didn't change the performance one bit. So, yeah, when I was a kid growing up, we had cars that were pre war cars, mm -hmm. and they were all six volt systems. And guys would go through the whole car and change it out into 12 volts and change it out to something called negative ground, which is such a weird concept to, you know, people <laughs> from the old days. But, yeah, the 6-volt batteries did actually have mm -hmm. quite a bit of chooch for your chach. But I think the standardization, again, of having the whole world be 12 volts is a great idea so that your bike doesn't blow up my bike when we're jumping them. Yeah. So not to be controversial. Oh, shit. But I think but. that there is... Uh, technical advancement that is available right now that people have yet to realize how important it's going to be. And it actually comes from Harley Davidson. The uh, cup holder? No. Vibrating <laughs> seat? No. Actually, electric? The live adjusting uh, uh, suspension the, on the Yeah, the ride height adjustment. The ride height adjustment. The ride height adjustment. For I know so many shorter riders who rule out bikes that are available for them including women, because they can't touch the ground. The Pan America, the higher-end one, as you get to a slower speed, it drops it down to the ground. And then when you take off, it raises it up. The BMW um, does that, but you have to kind of preset it. And it, it doesn't rise and lower. The fact that Pan America put a self-lowering and raising system, yeah, so I think is a game changer. Yeah, so even short people could have ridiculously tall bikes. Cool. Great. Can I? What about right. a? Oh, go ahead. Let's get let's get one more, and then let's start paring it down. Yeah. Adjustable control. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Because my hands are huge. I've got huge hands. Right. Yeah. So yeah, adjustable controls, especially adjustable foot controls. Yep. I buy a lot of motorcycles and sell a lot of motorcycles. If you're wearing a steel toe, forget about riding it. There's no way you're getting your toe under there. So and a little knurled nut. That's what you want to put on this list. <laughs> how about this? Right, how, that's a good sign. How about an innovation that sucks? Motorcycle podcasts. No, besides Woo. that. <laughs> all the uh, BMWs doing it, and a couple of people are doing it, where it's a subscription service for oh. features. 
So, like, if you want to have cruise control, you have to pay $18 a month to get the upgrade on your... You mean a paywall? Yeah, paywall. Yeah, paywall. Yeah, so, like, that's an advancement that they're going to make money on, but can you imagine spending $25,000 on a bike? You go to use your adjustable suspension, but your subscription ran out. How did you buy your pornography in the 90s? How did you buy your pornography in the 90s? In the 80s, we found it in the woods. (laughs) I I found it in my dad's closet. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, and, and that subscription service is giving manufacturers the ability to build a bike at a lower entry point that has one ECU that can later give you features you may not have been aware of when you bought it or may not have been ready to pay the extra three or $4,000 for. So if you could take a $23,000 bike and lower the cost of purchase to 16000 and then you might never get all the other stuff. But I might order reverse the next day I get it. Right, but but that's it would be cool if you yeah. could say like, okay, I can save up, and in right. six months I'll pay four hundred bucks and I get that feature. Well, most of but them though the are not recurring. Well, most of them are not subscription based. Most of them are one time. But the cars are doing it, and it's coming to well, the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it is a manufacturing improvement that you only right. have one part right. number. Right. For everything. Yeah, every bike has the same it, ECU. Every only, bike has the they same wiring. They are the only ones that get the benefit. Yeah. You do not. Right. The, the yeah. thing about that, though, is even if it's a one-time payment, right. it's a trap because it you it are. Con- it's it's like having to deal with like the security on like a VHS tape or a DVD, right. and it's there forever. Right. And if you ever try and sell that bike on to somebody else, are they going to get the feature that you paid for? So is that going to be the value on the yeah, bike? Different companies are handling it differently. The one that comes to mind right now is Zero. Zero. And mm-hmm. zero, when you buy your zero and you decide to have your uh, your system upgraded with, and I'm going to use reverse. So reverse is something that on an electric motorcycle is kind of easy to make happen, and I've had a number of them that have it. Reverse and, polarity. Well, yeah, and thank God it doesn't go that fast backwards, right? <laughs> but uh, but you can buy reverse, and it's reverse is like two hundred twenty-five dollars, and you own it forever. It's part of the bike forever. All right, so we need to start paring this down. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this list out loud. This is my least favorite part of the thing. I'm going to read this list out loud, and then we're going to go down one by one, and we each get to cross something off the list, okay? All right, so we got ABS brakes, the Italian scooter. We said said step-through scooters. Okay. Uh, Retro bikes, electric bikes, the hand clutch... The fuel injection, ease start, electric ignition, uh, the tire rubber, cruise control, DCT. I like that guy still. Gear shift indicator, (laughs) (laughs) hydraulic brakes, disc brakes, telescoping forks, tubeless tires, mag rims, water-cooled, superchargers, Overhead cams, single or double. Uh, fairing, damping, uh, durability and affordability, hydraulic valve lifters, standardization, 12 volt system, the Pan America suspension, and adjustable controls. Jesus Christ, why don't you just So take, take that seconds. list and pick the top 10 and then just cut it off right there. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm going to take Italian scooter engineering. Uh, okay, so chuck that shit. So you're going to murder okay. Italian scooter or small wheeled scooter step. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. you're wrong, but I would <laughs> like to 
in, in a rogue move because all we've done is shit on everybody else's <laughs> ideas, every person what, what in this gonna, room. Yeah, what are you going to work on? What are you I'm going to give a second vote to John's uh, telescopic forks. So you're dropping the Italian well, scooter. I was yeah, the I will. For, for two reasons. One, yeah, we all, it's so, we all take it for mm. granted. We all were kind of like, oh, yeah, as soon as he so said it. It's also maybe the only thing on this list that is exclusive to motorcycles. Everything else is just a general <laughs> automotive innovation. Okay, so do you want to kill something? You're all right. I, take, I all right. take back some of the things I said about you. I know. You Peter, said you, horrible you, things about him. Do you want to kill something? Well, my hand clenched. Oh, do I want to kill something? Um, as much as I still like that guy with the with the cruise control, it, it's not a top ten. But I, I still like him. All right, okay. cruise control. Cruise control's right. out. All right, what are you going to take off the list? Uh, I'm going to take off fuel injection. Whoa. And I'm doing it because... Whoa. We've had a much longer run of bikes that are carbureted than fuel injection. Enjoy your corn. How many new ones do you actually buy that are still carbureted? How many of them? What percentage? I bought one two hours ago. No, 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 no. <laughs> new bikes, what percentage are still car? I love carburetors. Anything made by Suzuki. No, no, no. Here's, here's the problem with that argument. I support your argument, and I'd like to tell you why. Because I can get cheap bikes that don't run that have gummed up carburetors, clean the carb, and make money. John, there will be 99% less motorcycle riders if that happens. If you let Swiggy talk, I think he'll he'll second John there. Well, there's that. Also, even up until you know the 2000s, we had carbureted gold wings that were fantastic. Okay. If you look at the span of fuel injection compared to carbureted bikes, it's a tiny little fraction of it. And not only that, but we're going to be moving on to electric bikes and other models. So the actual... So it was a blip in time? It's going to be a blip in time. Okay. <laughs> also, I'd like and to say that the successful. real problem with carburetors isn't necessarily carburetors. It's the fuel. The fuel. Because yeah. in the olden days, carburetors didn't fuck up so bad okay. nope. right. as they do now. Yeah, they move fuel, not corn syrup. And that's why there's no more dinosaurs. We ran out of dinosaur chow. All right, fuel injection is removed. Nick, what oh. do you want to remove? I think rubber tires are stupid. Oh. Here, here. I would like to eliminate disc brakes as a whole. I want to bring back twin leading and trailing shoes. Go water buffalo. That's the best brakes ever on any motorcycle. And you'd never had to do nothing to them, mostly. Okay. Oscar? I'll plead the fifth. Can I remind you that retro bike styling is still on this list? Oh, can that one. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good thing we use those asterisks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good All call. Right. Thanks, Liza. <laughs> right, I would John. like to remove ABS because Liza yes. said it. <laughs> no. Valid point. No. Here, here. Yeah. No, no, no. Mic uh, dropped. I mean, well, uh, what are some of the horse shit ones down through Okay, uh, again, <laughs> I'll keep reading. You say stop when you hear something like electric motorcycles. Yeah, get rid of that one. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. He's going to be on a killing spree. What's that? The hand clutch. I like that one. E-start. Yeah. E-ignition. Yeah. DCT. Nee. Gear shift indicator. No. Absolutely fucking too. You gotta not. pick one of these that you're murdering right gear now. Shift. Which one gear is shift. it? Gear shift. Gear shift. Yeah, All gear right. shift. That's a good one. All right. All right, Cinch, what do you got? I hate DTC. It can be taken <laughs> off. Take the DCT. Oh. Go to the Eat dragon, ride your fucking bike in the dragon, and tell me that DTC is awesome. 
It is awesome. No, it's not. It is awesome. All right, Dustin, what do you want to murder? Oh, you're going to have to go down that list again. All right, uh, ABS electric bike, hand clutch, e-start, e-ignition, hydraulic brakes, telescoping forks, tubeless tires, mag rims, water-cooled engines, superchargers, overhead cams, fairing, damping, durability and affordability, hydraulic valve lifters, standardization, 12-volt system, Pan America suspension, adjustable controls, and a subscription service. Well, fuck the subscription service. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm riding a motorcycle, not playing an RPG game. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, well said. I don't well know said. how to level fuck up my bike. Paywall. Fuck the paywall. He's paywall. also an Apple tech. You, you could take <laughs> superchargers <laughs> off there. I really wasn't too serious about right. that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Take that off. Yeah. All right. Another round? All right. Well, I want to see from them. I want to see. If anyone here feels strongly about removing something, and why? Is anyone else dying to understand the matrix that she's going to take this apart and come <laughs> up with a winner? No, I'm just giving them the opportunity. I mean, this is a Chinese puzzle box, man. Someone I, pick ABS. Just get what the shit out of there. What did you pleasure, sir? <laughs> anyone want to take something off? No, no, no. ABS. 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 It was an airplane technology to start with anyway. You heathens. It's all bullshit. Okay. Um, all right, so... Yes, uh, yes. Yes. Oh, he's butthurt. Uh, let's see, um, how about... How come nobody said frunk? <laughs> Who doesn't love a good frunk? I love a frunk. I love a frunk. A fradunkadunk? An abnormal amount. Yamaha Y-Sick carburetors. You, you know what? I you're not allowed to have one and a half carburetors. Everything I've said in this conversation, and I want to put the Vespa glove box on the list. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> that is Fish one of the greatest yeah. motorcycle so innovations we got ever. Nine, we got nine more things that got to come off. There's nine of us. Should we just put down it? Bearing. Should we just bearing. Get the, get the bearing I, out. Okay, get bearing. bearing out. Not, not top ten. Can we just talk a little bit about mid-Ohio and like what's going on? I mean, this guy's got a third input now. <laughs> and we're not we're not saying these aren't good things, but we're trying no, to right. get the top, top ten. Top saved him. Right. And and I wanted it to be something that we all work on. Together. Okay, I want you to take two off right now. Mm. Oh shit. Should maybe we? Just okay, supercharger. Please do. Came and went. Flip in time. A B. Goodbye, supercharger. Whatever. Maybe we should just have some sort of Jerry Springer final thought. Where oh, we, shit. We, we, we just say, you know, like, isn't it nice that we've had a moment to sit down and realize how much better things have become? Right. That's exactly right. No, we must come yeah. up with 10 or Liza will not be satisfied. Yes. That is true. <laughs> um, let's, how about this? Side by sides. How about, can we get, can we, can I list some that I think are, that should be in the top 10 and let's get a vote and make sure. Let's lock a few of them down. Okay. What about standardization? No. No. I believe yeah. standardization. Do we get enough votes? More yeah. than half? Yeah. I, I support standard control. You can get used to anything. Yeah, I think the majority okay, of the room. Okay, how about. Hey, Liza, I've got racist. Idea. Why what? don't we find like the top like three by applause? Okay. Oh, I like that. Uh, yep. There's, oh. there's, okay, there's still a lot on here. You're uh, right. But I'm, you I'm, I'm trying to help everyone. Okay, let me. Out. How about this? Rip it in half. Rip it in half, and then what's how left? How about this? We can talk. About Show it. of hands. Telescoping forks. <laughs> Telescoping forks. Wow. Two of you. Really? Not top ten. 
Kill it. Hydraulic brakes, top ten. Can we can we vote on hydraulic brakes? Okay. A lot of love hydraulic brakes. brakes is going on the list. Uh, All right. Start. How about electric start? Oh, definitely electric, electric start. start. Yeah. Who wants to fuck? I mean, kickstarting a bike's okay. Success. But, uh, well, I mean, we're at vintage days. Electric start. Yeah. We're at vintage days. I have bruises all up my leg from kickstarting every goddamn bike I've been riding this weekend. I don't want to. They got a fake hip. I seriously a lot of threw a hissy you don't know fit it, but he's today got a fake because hip. I was kicking over so many people's bikes for them. Nick yeah. lost a race because he was kicking the bike over and over and over. Again. I was not going to do anything other than lose the race, anyways. But. Just blame the Kickstarter. I, I didn't so know good. what the definition of kick fucking was until after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, like so I, I had to fuck start your fucking KE one hundred. So, so for those who don't know, Nick entered the hair scramble today, and he entered it on a nineteen seventy four Vespa Rally two hundred. Yeah. What a hero! What yeah, a with knobbies. With I, knobbies. I started, and I would like to say the letters D N F have never been so majestic because they didn't say DNS. It just said DNF. But he did it. He entered a hair scramble on a Rally 200 Vespa with knobbies on it. It's fantastic. I'm very proud of you for doing that. It's, it's balls as big as church bells as I, far as I'm concerned. I passed tech. So. You passed tech. You passed tech. Hey, they hey, didn't know how to tech you. Hey, Phil, yeah. can I have you make a decision between standardization and hand clutch? Which I think is somewhat I similar. I actually think that I think they're. Are kind you of still going on about things. this That's list? Yes. <laughs> because they're the same thing. I'll yeah, say standardization. Yeah, I think I agree. So just remember that standardization includes the hand clutch. Hey, and by the way, I, earlier on I talked about the reason that we actually pulled all this crap together was years ago. Serena Van Dyke made us yeah. do it, hey. and Serena's right there. And so Serena literally made us do this a couple of years ago. And uh, what you're suffering through right now is all her fault. That's <laughs> I know. We love you, Serena. Go buy Kenta tires. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, you're having a strong opinion. Let me have you choose between hydraulic valve lifters and water-cooled. I don't remember hydraulic valve lifters ever being nope. nominated. It was, it was nominated. Hasn't been that was taken off yet. That man back there. Yeah. Between hydraulic valve lifters oh, and water-cooled engines. Drive fast, dick. Ooh, uh, for, just for racing alone, I'm going to X. Oh, no, shit. Um, Uh-oh. I got to go water-cooling over hydraulic valve lifters. Yes. You're Sorry. keeping it? Okay. Yep. I know. <laughs> and another all, one. All the, Desmo, all the Desmo guys are like, yes. Desmo, Yes. Uh, how about uh, electric ignition versus overhead cams? Overhead cams. Overhead cams. Electric cam. ignition. I would actually. I like me a good set of points. I'm gonna I think give all of you electric have, ignition uh, also. You all timing advance. That's so important. Yeah. That's true. You really do need that. Otherwise, you'd have to do it on the on the grip. Yeah, my Lambretta does not it's, have advance. It's so it's a overhead cams. It's, uh, uh, I, Again, where are the push people? That, that's not fair. You have to keep both of those on the list. All right. Rematch up because I support that. All right, yeah. all right. Keep, okay. those, Keep going. those are number one all and right. two. Uh, well, we still have. Let's get through this. Standardization versus durability and affordability. Standardization. Standardization. Yeah. Yeah. Durability yep. and affordability. Fuck. Wow. It. All right. How about twelve volt versus adjustable controls? Twelve volt system. Oh, definitely twelve volt. Twelve volt. System. Adjustable yeah. controls is gone. 
Yep. All right, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. How about uh, Mag Rims versus Tubeless? Tubeless. Well, they, they're the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they are. So just yeah. smoosh so them together. Mag rims? It, call smoosh them together. Just keep, say tubeless. Keep Mag Rims? Write down Comstar. Yeah. Right. They're tubeless Mag Rims. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If you keep it tubeless, you get both, so you're cool, yeah. All right, uh, electric bikes and... Uh, take electric bikes take off. It off. Uh, take yeah. it off. Okay, we've got Easter, e-ignition, hydraulic brakes, telescoping forks, mag water-cooled, overhead cams, we're done. Pan American suspension. And a partridge. Did that make it? Oh, that, no, that's oh, gone. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. That didn't make it. All right, I think I think we've got it. Woo. I think we did it, everybody. Okay, Woo. now we now we have to put it in order. We fixed what wasn't <laughs> broken. Yay! Redo. Now we're gonna go through the audience, and you get to take one back on the list. No. 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 no, no. no. Oh no I think this. Now the I think You want to read it off? Okay. So begins. I know you're gonna do it. You're gonna read it. In the meantime, while you're putting that together, real quick, who here this weekend? Who? And I'm looking for anybody. Who here has seen the very elusive? Honda Hunter Cub Trail 125. Has anyone seen one? They're brand new. They're red. <laughs> they're, they look like a bike called the Trail 110 from you know the 1980s. And uh, they're called a Trail 125. Wait a minute. Are you saying that a vintage bike that's been remade is popular? I'm saying kind of I've innovative? seen 377 of them. Yeah. I have never seen a bike so prolific at Mid-Ohio since the advent of the Trail 70. Well, you had one last year. Yeah, my There was one here last year because... <laughs> yeah, my, lo my loser buddy has one. He yeah, rides yeah, it all around. But, but I'm not kidding. No bike has had a, a surge of popularity in one year. The Honda dealers have got to be love-hating that bike because everybody wants them. And it's like, I talked to a dealer today, and he's like, yeah, we're straight up telling people it's a six-month wait to give you a date when yours might arrive. I'm holding and out for the ST125. Yeah, right, there you go. That's at the STD125. Yes. The standard model, got it. That yep. would be even better. Yep. You, you well, we were so good at knocking them off, we got it down to nine. Excellent. So One back. I, even better. I Stop put durability and affordability back on because it is the Cub. Because the Honda Cub has to win every motorcycle shootout ever. It's changed the world. So. Yeah, I know you think it should be the trail. I'm sorry. It's the Cub. All right. So our list is top 10 innovations of all time in motorcycling. And we all created this together. So this is going in print. This bow, is bow, bow, it. Bow. Yeah, the hydraulic brake You're system. You're complicit. The electric start. Okay. The standardization. I agree. Electric ignition. Yep. Telescoping forks. Mag rims. Liquid cooling. Overhead cams, 12-volt system, and durability and affordability. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I love it. That's a solid. I know motorcycle magazines that would publish that if we wanted to go back in time to old technology. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no. right. before, we, before we end this, is everyone having a great time at AMA Vintage Days? <laughs> and who's ready for the monsoon? <laughs> oh, okay, all right. You got all your pop-ups tied down to everything? Yeah, yeah. And here's a tip. If you see a pop-up coming at you, do not try to run in a straight line. Zigzag. It confuses <laughs> Yeah, they will count you down. Serpentine, serpentine, serpentine. You zig, it zags. Yeah, that's, that's what it. I like to say. Yeah, that's it. So um, what, where are we going to go after this? 
Uh, we're going to go back to uh, our campsite for a little recharge. We're going to yeah. go back into the campsite. If you're in the campgrounds and you go as far into the back corner of the campgrounds you can go, usually if it's dark, you'll just smell the smell of burning rubber. Then you're in the right place. And painkillers. <laughs> and, and if you go back into the corner, you guys are going to have a great time, too, because you're going to need to see the dirty underbelly of the AMA Vintage Days. I'd like yeah. to throw a little quick shout-out to the Louisville... Yeah. Moto Podcast yeah. whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. that has 12 listeners. Right. <laughs> 12 <laughs> listeners. No, 13 today. 13. <laughs> so like and yeah. subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Monetization, baby. <laughs> Ring the bell. Yeah, and hey, and I want to give some advice to him. Which I think we all can stand behind. Uh, and I, because th I think the one thing that is kind of common this be, between would this be unsolicited, yeah, advice? unsolicited okay. advice. I may be known for giving that. <laughs> one thing I think it is a common theme between all of ours is we do it because we love to do it, not because we're looking for accolades or anything. We did it we because winter it. is fucking cold. We did it yeah. because it was too cold to go in the garage and work on our motorcycles, but we still wanted to talk about them and smoke cigarettes and drink beer. So. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in it for the $13 we've made over the last nine yeah, years. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I wanted to give a big thanks because I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces. They're all the people who come out to see us, who stop by and say hi to us. We and love it. And brought us bottles of brown liquor. We love it. <laughs> yeah. But mostly to the Cleveland Moto Gang for inviting us all to be a part of this. And we will constantly invite humans to come to Mid-Ohio. That's why there's over 30,000 people here. Uh, this 30,000 nut jobs. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, 30,000 lost souls and broken toys. Uh, this is one of the most insane things. I started coming to it two years before it was here at the racetrack. And it was a different event then. So for the past 20 years, it's been here at Mid-Ohio. And it's grown into this insanity that you see here. And then unlicensed competition is everywhere. And it just seems to work. And only like a modicum of helicopters show up, <laughs> and which is kind of good. I, I got to give it to all you guys for trying to stay out of the helicopters. That's cool. Uh, because it is fun. And you guys should go out and embrace it can all. I, can I add to that? When you guys see the AMA posting stuff about vintage days throughout the year and stuff, anywhere, it doesn't matter what social media, get on there and like say how great of a time you had and let them know how awesome this or tell them is. Or how, tell them how they screwed the pooch. Because a couple of years yeah. ago, the, the porta potties were a crime uh, scene. And they fixed it. Like, and they fixed that it. That poor guy who gave up his Harley Davidson bandana to put it on the top of the pile <laughs> that was three inches above yeah. the lid. Oh. As a warning to others. Like, so he's going and he's just like, oh. Like, you know, because you know sometimes you want to do a porty potty in and out quick as you can do it. But, but if you but did also that. also, too, uh, AMA membership. I mean, join, yep. please. Well, so now that we're working on our top ten list of thank yous, I would like to add to that the AMA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good thing. Yeah. Show of hands. Who's an AMA member? Nice. Yeah, buddy. I'm nice. actually two members because Serena's hooked, Serena hooked me up one year. I was like, <laughs> she's like, Phil, your membership's about to expire. So I'm like, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. And then my other membership came around, and I had two memberships. I wanted to have two bikes towed at the same time in the worst <laughs> way. I was just like, because I have enough dodgy bikes, I could make that happen. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think we're ready to get out of yeah, here. Let's, go go ahead, let's get out of here. You guys remember to ride fast and take chances. John. Bum, 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 b
the red button. Press the red button. Somebody press the red button. Thanks everyone for coming. We really appreciate it. Cool, cool. Do 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 do.